Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity, tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I'm super excited for this conversation. It is, it's actually like a round two because if you follow the live streams, Quentin was actually a guest. Him and his wife, Carla, were both a guest on the live stream that we did in the past, and it was such a blast. So I can't wait to have Quentin back on the program today. We're going to talk oh, just about marriage and relationships and all of that good stuff because some of the stuff we talked about before and just kind of go a little bit deeper. So I'm super excited to have Quentin Reeves here. He is known for his ability to break things down to simple terms while empowering people to see and step into what's possible for their relationship, marriage, and life. He's been researching marriage, love, and intimacy and applying it in his own life for the past 20 years. He coaches with deep conviction about the idea that everyone is entitled to have extraordinary relationships. He has a straightforward style of communication and the ability to get to the heart of the matter quickly when he's working with his clients. He lives and leads with values of love, honesty, integrity, and a commitment to doing whatever it takes to create a calm, extraordinary life with his wife and family. You can find more about him at his website, which is revolutionizeyourmarriage.com. So go there, check that out and connect with him. Quentin, welcome back, my friend. Hi, how are you doing? Doing well. It's great to have you. I'm super excited to get back into the conversation again. I mean, you and I spent some time talking marriage and relationships and all of that stuff before. And I, it's just such an important topic. I think that you know it's well worth a couple more conversations you and I having around that around that topic. I agree. I agree. I think it's the most important thing going on, especially with the the crazy world that we have. That that relationship, if it's not nurtured and taken care of, uh, you know, you're going to be struggling through these times. Was there ever a time in your life that you know you didn't have such strong relationships, and is that what caused you to really focus in on them? I think for me growing up, I was a child of a broken home. Uh, so my parents were, were got divorced. You know, I was, uh, you know, they struggled for a lot of years during when I was young and then finally divorced. And then I had a stepmother and had, you know, uh, adults have to have their own relationships. And so seeing some of that and how, uh, how that affects your whole family dynamic, my brothers, you know, uh, it, it's, it's a, you know, a lot of people go through that. And so you either have to learn how to either you go down those same paths or you try to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Would you call yourself a hopeless romantic? Absolutely. Absolutely. Love romance. You know, uh, it's good stuff, right? 
Is that something that's just always been there? Or is it something that, you know, you discovered at some point, you know, were you watching a movie or as a kid you saw two people interact or did you just, that was just always part of who you are? No, I think it's always been there for me. I've always loved my relationships and, and love who, who doesn't love being in love. Right. I mean, that's the good stuff. So really what we've tried to create is, is how do you keep it in that moment? How do you keep that feeling alive? Because in most people's experience, you go through, you get that love uh, connection and things are really going. And then people feel like, oh, well, it just goes away. It disappears. It and, and what they don't realize is it's in their control that that love feeling can be created intentionally with your own thoughts and actions. And it doesn't, there's not some monster that comes and just sweeps it away and it's gone. So, yeah. One of the things I hear a lot, and this is what I was thinking about as you were answering that question is, I hear people say, you can't be in the honeymoon phase forever. And, you know, it's like, it's real exciting right initially when you're in a relationship and then all of a sudden you beca- it becomes normal and you hit normalcy and then it just kind of is uh, for a lot of people. I'm not saying for everyone, but I'm saying for a lot of people. And I hear that a lot is you can't be in the honeymoon phase forever. What, what do you say to that? Well, there's some truth to it um, because uh, there is a difference than the honeymoon phase, but you can actually take that honeymoon phase basically and rework it into your normalcy. That makes sense. It's a little uh, oxymoronish, but um, you can intentionally do things in your relationship to create the environment and the feelings that you had during that honeymoon phase. Um, and that, And that's really what I try to help people see and teach them that your actions and your thoughts and beliefs help create that. And so if you have a partner that's willing to work with you and and both of you work in that arena, it's a wonderful ride. I know when we talked the first time when Carla was here and we did the live stream, you talked a lot and both of you talked a lot about how you wanted to do things differently with your relationship. You wanted it to be different than the norm and you did things that were kind of out of the so-called ordinary, I think that most people would think of. Did you do that, you know, to, to keep it exciting, to keep it different, to keep it, you know, to a place so it doesn't become so normal? I mean, it's going to become normal, you know, either way, but you don't have to let it become normal to the point where it gets boring, right? Exactly. Um, we did it intentionally because I think both of us had been in relationships that, you know, obviously didn't work out. I mean, you, you know, when you go through your 20s and stuff, you date a lot of different people and you feel like you're in love and you think, well, maybe this is the right one. Maybe this is the right one. Maybe that's the right one. And maybe they don't turn out the way you think they should. And so when we got together, we just kind of sat down and said, look, I, I really want to create something. How are we going to create something that's different. How are we going to work together as a team so that we both get what we want and both desire and we can thrive? And it's not a competition. It's more of a teamwork. And I love that philosophy because 
you know, I hear a lot of people, especially younger people who talk about, I got to find the one, right? They're focusing on the one. And if you're looking for the one in a world full of 6 billion people, how many people there are, that's a little difficult. You got to go through a lot, you know, you're going to have to go through a lot of people. But I think that it's not so much about finding the one because there's probably a lot of people that could be the one for you. It's about finding someone that you connect with and then both of you working together to set up the rules so you both win, much like you just said. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm lucky because I did feel like I found the one, right? And and I think a lot of people feel that way sometimes when they meet someone. This is the one. But if they don't have the tools four, five, six, seven years down the road, people grow and change. And so they might not be the one seven years from now. So how do you work it so that they are always the one and not just the like, one right now? I love how you said that because I think that there's something about, I, I've seen it before with people that, you know, that I'm close to, or, you know, that I've just been around that initially everything's all great. They're excited. They're happy. And then as time goes by, one of the two grows in a different way, whether it be through education, whether it be through self-development, whether it be through faith, and the other one just kind of stays put. And then that creates a separation. So I think it's, and it's not what it was, right? Regardless of how much you try. So I think that there's something to say about over time, staying connected and growing together, both in the, in the literal and figurative sense, so you don't grow apart. Yes. And, and a lot of times people think that that means that they have to like all the same things. They have to like the same hobbies. They have to like the same music. They have to like the same whatever. And that's not the case. Uh, Carla and I don't like almost anything the same. Um, we are our own complete individuals. I, my hobbies are different than her hobbies. Her music tastes are different than my music tastes. Uh, if I think we should go right, she thinks we should go left. Um, you know, so we're complete opposites, but that's what's the beauty of it is, is we can be different and still grow together. Um, having your own individuality that you are, this is someone who's actually complimenting me, not competing with me. I think that's huge right there. That's a big distinction where, you know, instead of competing with each other, you support each other and you want to see the other person grow, right? You want to see them become the most fulfilling version of themselves. And if that's the case and they want the same for you, then I think a lot of good things have the potential of happening. I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah. So, what do you? What are the? What's like the number one thing you see when you're working with, let's say, men? Because we talk a lot about you know women in relationships on on this show for in the in the past. I've had relationship experts on that were women. Uh, let's so let's talk about men for just a second. What's the number one thing you see with men when they come to work with you that maybe they want to get closer to their partner or you know just make that relationship more extraordinary? What's like the number one thing? trend that you see or similarity? Well, I don't know if it's a trend, but I mean, I think men in today's world are struggling right now. Um, the society has been trying to convince men that they're bad and wrong people, that being a man, there's something wrong with being a man. And there's a lot of things that are collapsed in those conversations um, being a man is not bad and wrong. There's power and wonder in men, strength in men. They're dynamic people. 
um, and the society has taken certain characteristics of men that have been abused or have been um, uh, overworked and collapsed that into all men. And so I think men struggle in their relationships because they're not quite sure how, what it means to be a man in their relationship, uh, as if their strength is a bad thing and their strength and their confidence and their power is what makes them successful. And they need to know how to use it properly. That's all. And having that dynamic and, and like figuring that out, how, how you show up that way and doing it to the extent that it satisfies your partner's needs as well, or first and foremost, I should say, as it satisfies yours, that helps you show up in every other area of your life in a more empowered way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I believe that if you put your marriage at the forefront and you make that a priority to make that the best it can be, it overflows into your business life, your work life, your family life, your kids. Um, and so I think that's really where men need to learn how to put that at the forefront because they don't realize that it overflows into that other area of life. Well, Quentin, thank you so much for being here and sharing that, especially after we had that lengthy conversation on the live stream, which people can still find and and check out online and on YouTube and all those great places. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing round two with you here and continuing this conversation. I want to remind people in the meantime to visit you at revolutionizeyourmarriage.com. That is your website and where they can find you. Thank you again, my friend, and uh, I look forward to picking it up in the next show. Great, man. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.